Hey everyone, I'm your host, Stanley Genetic, and welcome to the Landscape Disruptors podcast. Landscape Disruptors is a platform that showcases top performers in the landscape and snow industry and discusses all things related to business and beyond. This is a platform for sharing advice that relates to helping landscapers build successful and well-planned out businesses of their own. Viewers can expect a variety of guest experts to talk about all functions related to business, including sales, marketing, making better equipment decisions, and a variety of other topics that will help you be a more efficient and more profitable landscape company. You can learn more about our free content at landscapedisruptors.com. Before I intro our guest today, I wanna to give a big shout out to LMN Software. They're the ones that are making this happen. I've personally been using their software in my own company for the last year, and it's a complete game changer for my business. LMN is the most comprehensive landscape business management software in the industry. From budgeting, estimating, customer relationship management, time tracking, and so much more. It's the true do-it-all tool for your landscape business and provides a platform to scale your company to the next level. And the best part about LMN is they have a free version which you can begin using today. Just visit golmn.com backslash disruptors to learn more and start taking advantage of the software that's helped me grow my business into a successful, sustainable, and profitable company. That's golmn.com backslash disruptors. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be for you guys. Welcome back to the Landscape Disruptors podcast. And today we have the power couple of hardscaping in the house, yeah. Caleb and Brittany Almond. You guys know the Almonds. They are huge on Instagram. Uh, Caleb is does quickly and Brittany are both making their name in the hardscape industry. Actually, I think it's the Caleb Brittany combo, right? This is one of those things that happens so often, you guys. We always give credit, I think, to the male in inside of the organization when I think a lot of times the female is it's a team effort. And that's what these guys just did. I want to kind of premise what we're going to be talking about today with you guys. Together in the trades, Caleb and Brittany Almond worked with, um, I think it was Brian's Lawn Maintenance and a few other uh, people to put down an event down in Waco, Texas, and they had 50 couples show up. And what this was, was uh, an experience that they could share and relate the issues and struggles that many couples have as they go ahead and start working together. And Brittany and Caleb, how are you guys both doing today? I'm doing really well. Good, Stan. How are you, man? Caleb, you're lying. Has, yeah, you called me out. Well, I mean, you know, you know Stan, I, I, I got to put a positive th spin on things always, right? I am good. I'm alive. You know, my guys are working still and, and things are all right. But yeah, we talked ahead of this about uh, some external stressors I've got at the moment. Well, lay it on us, Caleb. We don't need the details of the job, but I think this is a good example of the, the problems that every single one of us face, the little issues that come up that aren't really that little, that impact our personal lives and how we uh, handle with things. Yeah, man, for sure. So I, uh, so give some context, I told Stan, I was trying to get my game together here, get my game on because I was I've got a, a project. Uh, we're a landscape design build company in, in uh, Southeast Ohio. We've got a hardscape project at the moment that um, built a big, beautiful project for these folks. Um, we had some some product quality issues. We applied a sealer to the pavers just as a bonus. Thank you, I guess, to the client to enhance and ensure the color on the pavers is good. And we had a um, 
the sealant didn't take to our banding outer edge paver. And my client sent me a photo of it or a couple photos of a few areas and expressed some uh, unhappiness, let's say. And we, this project's been been a little trying anyhow. And so to get a, a text from my client to where they're actually finally unhappy uh, or, you know, just, just unpleased at the very moment is a stressor I had dumped on me right here before the podcast. And, um, and so as I'm trying to get my, my happy face on and get in my groove here, um, you know, that, that allowed us to pivot into the concept and the talk here of like the premise of together and the trades. And that's like this, the stress from this little circumstance I have here, um, you know, whether or not you run the company with your spouse or not, um, you're still running the company together, whether you might yep. be in denial of that, but you are. And so like the stress I have from this is going to affect probably how I treat my spouse at some point. Absolutely. And, you can't turn it off. You, it, it, you know, that's a concept, Caleb. You can't turn it off. So right. it, it comes back with you. So and what's going to happen when you go home? Exactly. And you carry that baggage with you from the day. And, and really, I mean, it, it, at everyone's jobs, period. Right. But it, there's a there's a, a different dynamic, I believe, when you own a company together. And um, and that's what the premise of the, the uh, Together in the Trades was about is like handling that stress, um, how to hopefully not let it affect your marriage in a negative way, learning how to recognize it. And your spouse, if they run the company with you, they, they get it. And then even outside of that, like your friends and family most likely aren't going to be able to relate. And so this was a kind of a networking and a peer group of couples that, you know, understand the, the stresses of, you know, contracting, be it a small lawn business or a big, you know, you know, $10 million pipeline company. The stress is all there. It's, you know, so what we want to do is bring couples together that, you know, that, that they can kind of lean on each other and understand how it affects their marriages and hope the, the goal is, and I kind of tongue in cheek joke about it, but the goal of the, the, the conference was to keep from getting divorced because of contracting. And, uh, and, that, and that's where we're at. Yeah. That's, honestly, that's not that much of a joke. I think the stress of running any business uh, is, can be overwhelming and underestimated out of the gate. Right. Without think, a doubt. I think, I mean, that should almost be one of those things a couple should consider together before starting a company, what is this, how is this going to impact our marriage? Right. Yeah, exactly. Stan. And, and I mean, we, so we had professional speakers in, uh, you know, that not just, uh, you know, we, we co-hosted the event with Brian and Liz Fullerton. And uh, then we had, we had, um, you know, Sean and Savannah Spencer, Brian and Emily Kellett with Stump Plants. Um, we had Alicia and uh, AJ Brensel with Brex Enterprises, their big excavation company. Um, Brett, help me here. We had our two marriage counselors. Well, I, yeah, I was going to close on our, our professional speakers too. Uh, Britt and I spoke, Brian and Liz Fullerton spoke, and we had two, you know, I would guess, you know, like certified, you know, professional marriage counselors and, you know, marriage authors as well. They've written books, um, you know, to give, to help give credibility to, uh, the event of, you know, professional help and, you know, things to do to strengthen a marriage or to understand each other better and, and, um, uh, you know, really kind of bring that all home. And it, I think it was a really great package. And we got a lot of great feedback on, on all that. What were some of the stories that you guys were hearing from the couples, you guys? Yeah, Britt's got some great stuff here. Well, I mean, a lot of the people were just so thankful. Like a lot of the women I know were coming up to Liz and I and thanking us for including them. Because, you know, a lot of times their husbands will go to GIE in the fall or, you know, even Brian's live event um, in November. 
and they never go with them because they don't feel like it really applies to them because they might not be working out in the field like Savannah Spencer and I do. Um, you know, maybe they just take care of the kids at home or maybe they just do invoicing and feel like their job in the company is not that important. So a lot of the women were just really excited to be a part of it. Um, I know there was a company in uh, the Kayla and I's talk. We talked about incorporating our family into running the business or, you know, running a business while having a family. And one of the things I touched on um, was postpartum depression that I had after our first baby because it removed me from what I normally did from the job. I now had to take care of a baby instead of going out in the field. And I felt left out from the company. I felt like the company was slipping away from me. Um, but I never talked about it with Caleb because I didn't want to bother him. Mm. And I specifically had a couple come up to me and they said they felt so alone because they were just scared to talk about it. But now they know that like what happened to them is normal. The same thing happened to her that happened to me. And so I was able to talk to her about, because her baby was only still seven months old right now. and. I was able to talk to her about that, like, you know, different things that I did to try to get back to normal. Um, there were a lot of stories about that. I know uh, during Sean and Savannah's talk, they had everyone just get up and hug each other. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and actually, like, watching the emotion of people hugging each other and really, truly appreciating each other, because that's what the whole thing was about. I think, you know, throughout the day and throughout everyone's talks, the lawn care community that we had come in, the Spencers and the Kellets and everyone, that gave everyone relatability. You know, that was real life experiences that everyone had done in their business and learned from. And then, this, you know, the marriage counselors, they gave all the checkmark box that you, you know, everyone should do or try to do. Um, but actually just looking out at the audience when people were talking and you know, people would nod their heads or they'd shove their wives when they saw like a point that applied to them. It was really cool just to see the interaction and people paying attention and knowing, yeah, like this is where we're at. We can do this. I know Josh Sutton uh, tagged us in a story the other day, just even just a few days after the conference, him and his wife already went out to dinner by themselves without the kids to invest in their marriage. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people brag Stan about, and th this hit home for me. Um, I think it was on Stan's podcast with Brian. Is oh, that's right. That's where I heard this <laughs> when you had Fullerton on. Uh, but you know, it's like a lot of guys or most folks brag about how much they work, but nobody, very few people brag about how much time they spend with their family or with their spouse. And man, that that was just a kick in the shins to me. And I know a couple other guys that came up and mentioned that to me after the fact. And uh, it's something we need to work on. Is as men and business owners and, and even just hardworking entrepreneurs and hardworking professionals, like we, we need to remember the things that, that, you know, at the end of the day on your deathbed, you don't, you're unlikely to say, you know, I sure wish I worked more. You know? <laughs> God, I wish I would have got that overtime in every week <laughs> of my life. Yeah. I mean, God, that's where it was at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. come on. I mean, when we know when we're at the end of the line, we're not going to be thinking about anything that we did besides our families, besides right. the people that we spent time with. Honestly, you guys, if you guys think about it, put yourself in that position. It, I mean, we're all going to be there, every single one of us. What is going to be the absolute most important thing that you will ever remember? I don't yeah. know what it's going to be for you guys out in the audience right now listening, but I want you to understand that. Think about that. 
that is where your priority lies. All right. Now, if it's with your family and your friends, yeah, you got to work to support them. And that's part of the love that we as men tend to express. I firmly believe that that's how we show we care. We provide. We provide this structure. We provide this support. But that may not necessarily be the thing that our significant other is craving, right? Yeah, and that was a big tenet of uh, of uh, Dr. Bill Harley's uh, presentation was, you know, the differences in in uh, you know what women what women and men look for as far as like you know what men look for or you know what is affection to them or what their love language is, let's say, which is a different book, but and it was helping you know helping people recognize like you know, more, more or less, I and mean, this is a, a, a kind of a different tenet of that, but it's like, you know, men generally are looking or seeking respect, you know, and want, want to be know, want to know that they're respected by their spouse and women, you know, look for more, uh, you know, want more affection and attention and conversation and learning time. to exactly investment of that. Just, yeah. They just want to be part of it. I don't know, man. I'm not a woman. I don't know. But am I right or wrong? I don't know. Brittany, help me out here. I have no clue. Is that what women want? They just they don't care about the success of the business, but they just want the love of their spouse. We, I mean, we do care about the success of the business because you know that's part of your legacy and that's you know that's your future. But at the same time, I think most women they don't want to lose what's important. You know, they're not willing to sacrifice that for your family. Or your family for that, I guess is what I meant to say. Um, I know, you know, a lot of times if we have to work late one night or, you know, like we're out till seven o'clock, we'll take the next morning off and spend it with each other. Or we'll take a Friday off if we have like a hard week just to reinvest in our marriage. Because I know personally when Caleb and I aren't on track together, the co- the company suffers. What were you just saying, Brittany? What do you mean? When you guys work late? I need to clarify this because this sounds actually like something that I think other guys are just not even thinking about. And we're, so, not, great, we're not great at this, by the way, Stan, but we're working on it. Repeat so, that section. So if you guys work late, what happens, Brittany? So if we work late, for instance, last night, um, you know, we were, I think, out till 7 o'clock and, our, you know, we had babysitters for the kids. But we always try to replace that working, working. Yes. Like physically working in the field or out doing estimates. You weren't at a a rave party? No, we were not. (laughs) I mean, because I know Caleb likes to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's my thing. That's his weekend thing. (laughs) But um, so whenever we have, you know, what we call like after hours work, (laughs) we try to make up for it later in the week or, you know, like we're going to work late. Monday through Thursday because we need to get this job done by the weekend, but we're going to take Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. We're Frick going yeah. to we're going to spend that time with each other. We're going to spend that time with the family. We're going to go camping with the kids. When we work late, we feel bad, like for the kids because mm-hmm. they don't always understand. We try to explain it as much as we can, but you know we're always like, okay, well we're working really hard this week, so we can go camping next weekend, or you know whatever is important to them at the time. So. We just really try. That's the best way we found to do the work-life balance. We know there's going to be late days. And as the wife of an entrepreneur, I know there's late days. And I know there's even weekend days. But as long as there's a trade-off sometime in the future, it's easier to understand. And communicating that with your spouse is really important. You know, one of the one of the problems I see with that, though, Brittany, is you just said the future, the trade-off in the future. How many times does that not ever get paid back? 
right? You do right. the work, you do you do the late hours. And I think that's what happens with a lot of guys out in the field. Let's be realistic. Oh, honey, man, we got to work late tonight, but we'll go do something. And then that something may not come to fruition, but another late night works because something happened on the job. An yeah. issue popped up. A tire blew. A guy didn't show up. A bad customer. Something happened. And then the payoff never comes. Were you guys seeing or experiencing anything like that, the broken promises? Yeah, and Stan, this is, and that's a great question because that's a note I just made. Is I want to make sure I touch on this. Is like we're we're at a point in our business where I, you know, I've been in contracting for twenty years. Britain involved for ten, and we've really gotten the company to a good a good place in the past five years. And you know, when you're starting out in a business, those first three to five years are just. I, I think if you can make it three three to five years, you're going to survive it. You know, you're going to make it. Um, Agreed. So, Agree. Yeah. So, you know, so I think what you need to do when you have a spouse and you're starting a business is you need to have this conversation and you need to be very upfront with each other of saying, you know, I need, I need 12 months. I'm going to work like a dog for 12 months or for six months or, or whatever. You just have to have realistic expectations starting out. Now, now that we're 10 years in, it, it's a little easier for us. And we have guys and we're good delegators of, you know, tasks and, and things it's easier for us to say we put in two, two 12 hour days or 14 hour days. You know, it's easier for us now as a more established and mature company to say we are taking Friday through Sunday off, you know, but starting out it's murder. And I've been there. I get it. It's tough. I mean, we worked seven days a week when we were starting out. Yeah. So it's that, it's that commitment early on, which I, I think we need to let this audience know you guys, um, the beginning, like Caleb said, the first three to five years, don't expect free time. And if you do, you're in the wrong business. Don't be an entrepreneur. Go work at wherever you want to work for somebody else where you punch a clock and you punch out, right? Because when you're building your own dream and your own vision, it's going to be front loaded with less experience on your part, more stress onto you. And that's going to lead to more issues within your marriage, your relationships. I don't care whether it's a significant other. What about parents? What about kids? What about uh, cousins, sisters, brothers, neighbors, friends? They're all going to see and feel the stressors that you're experiencing. And if you think you can hide it, you can't. These are people that love, respect, care about you. They're tuned in to your circadian rhythms, so to speak, right? I don't love Caleb in any way, shape, or form, but... When Caleb got on the phone, I could immediately sense something was wrong with him. And he just came right out and told me he was having some issues. Now, I don't love Caleb, and I barely know Caleb. I've seen him a couple times in my life. I like Caleb, but if I can pick that up, do you think your significant other, you guys out in the audience right now, can tell every little nuance, all the things that are happening in your world? Maybe not seem like they know it, but maybe... Maybe it's because they're not registering and they're, maybe they're not trying to transfer the stress like Brittany was doing with Caleb when she was going through postpartum depression. She didn't want to stress him out, so she internalized it. And that, was, and that was not healthy. No. Yeah. I, I bet that was hard on you and Caleb had no clue what was going on in that scenario. Yeah. I mean, we were still building the company, Stan. We, we weren't old. Like The business was not super established. And I didn't want to interrupt his workflow. I knew what he was doing was important for our future. And it's kind of like, Brittany, just suck this up. It will be over soon. You just got to do this. Well, then I had introspection, you know, in hindsight now of like, well, am I, you know, 
yes, she didn't communicate it, but am I unapproachable? Am I unsympathetic, you know, know, in in appearance? And so I started thinking about that too of like, well, you know, maybe I should work on being, or not maybe, I should work on being more approachable and, you know, better to accept or, you know, communicate, let's say, you know, information from my wife, be it good, bad, or, you know, indifferent or whatever. And uh, I've thought a lot about that. Okay, you guys, you just had a chance to hang out with 50 different couples and get 50 different perspectives. You hear 50 different businesses, the issues, the challenges. I'm going to guess there were common threads between all of these different couples. Can you guys just give me one or two of the common threads that you guys seen kind of throughout this this whole event? Um. I would say, and Britt, correct me if I'm wrong, without a doubt, just working too much mm. would be one. And then at, and then everything else suffers at the expense of that. Um, family time. That, What's that, Stan? I think you just nailed it. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, not – and, Stan, I've quoted you for a while on this now in a lot of my mm. social media content of, you know, guys working on Sunday – you know, work you do on Sunday goes to hell on Monday. Mm-hmm. And – you and I've my saying, dad, actually, so okay. he's, he's probably pretty happy right now All right. watching, looking down, going, oh, that's a good guy. And that's coming on down the line. So I've been, I've, been, I've been quoting you on that and giving you credit for it. So the, uh, but, you know, it's trying to encourage people to take, you know, as hard as it is and as much as there is to do, take time, take some time off, just, just one day even, or just whatever, but spend it with your spouse and your family. And again, coming back to like, you're not going to be on your deathbed wishing to work more. And, you know, that, that was a huge, a huge theme. And then we still get so many financial questions of like, finances are tight and we need to, we need to buy a machine, but my wife doesn't understand, you know, why we need this machine that's, you know, going to be expensive and what we're going to do to, uh, you know, achieve, achieve this machine that we need so bad to get the company to where I'm not working so hard, you know? Hmm. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess that there were male takeaways. I'm going to guess there were takeaways, plenty of takeaways from the event, right? You guys were at the end of the event and you were getting some feedback. Yeah. Were you getting different feedback from the men in the audience and from the women in the audience? I heard a lot of men actually say they understand now how important it is to communicate with their wives. Like they they're like, you know, I do a really good job or I do a really bad job at saying, you know, telling her that I'm going to work late and giving her a heads up. I won't be home for dinner and just really simple things like that that make your job as a wife easier. You guys said that they were really going to work on at least communication. Yeah. I, and I mean, you know, it's funny your takeaway versus mine and, and mine was, and maybe this is still in my own head of, cause we still work, an aw- terrible, awful amount. Um, and I, I, we love it is the thing. So it's not like it's a, it's a burden. We love, we love working. Like we love running our, our businesses, but you know, I think the thing I, I got from, from guys and it's just, it's going to be different from, you know, different years and perspectives, but was, yeah, I need, I need to take more time with the family was the, the big takeaway I got from, from people I talked to. One guy had a realization. He's like, you know, I haven't really hung out with my kids for a month now. And he's like, I'm going to go home. And he's like, I'm going to spend time with my kids this week. They just, they're running a big company and they're working on building a, a big, a big, really cool organization and realize that he's just been working till dark every night for a month. And 
it was a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of a realization. Well, not even a little realization. It's a till dark it's a realization. Yeah. Yeah. Till dark, t- every day. till dark. And I need yeah. this. I need the audience to understand that right now. Dark is 945 PM. Yeah. In June. Yeah. It's June. So this guy for the last month has been working till nine at night. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was, it was, and they run, they run an established company, but they started a new venture. They started a new venture and just, just did not realize how much it was, you know, just at what expense, right? If a man gains the world, but loses a soul, what's, you know, what is the real benefit at the end of the day? And, uh, stuff like that is just like, man, that's so why, so why we did this. And, and Stan, you've given a lot of, a lot of presentations and, been to a lot of conferences, I know. And, and one of the coolest things I saw from this was a, you know, when a speaker made a point that was, you know, they, they would make a point, right. Or a comment and you would see a spouse nudge the other spouse or mm-hmm. the thing I thought was the coolest. And even during my presentation or our presentation rather was, you know, you make a comment and you see people take notes or write something down and you're just like, and, you know, even when you're watching the other speakers give their presentations and you see someone bend down to, to write something down. That that is so. Um, I don't know what the word, right word is, but just from when I'm speaking, it's so humbling. And when you're watching other people, you know, take notes during other speakers, it's like, man, I think we're we're making an impact here. And it's just the coolest thing to see. Um, you know, people take getting takeaways and and hopefully helping you know strengthen something that's not talked about. We don't believe hardly at all. And if it is, it's not enough of you know the the strain that entrepreneurship puts on puts on marriages and relationships. So the takeaways from the guys, Brittany, you were saying they don't spend enough time. Caleb, you were saying that one of the guys realized that he hadn't been with his kids in a month. But what was what was it from the women's perspective? What was the takeaway that they were seeing? Some of the women that I talked to, um, specifically, they messaged me after the event, and they still had they still had more questions, and you know they were like. I'm trying to understand, you know, my husband's side of the business. How can I better understand what he's going through? How can I help him? And God, how do you answer that, Brittany? I mean, <laughs> what the flip? Phone a friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Holy crap. That's and, a lot. You know, of, it's just like question. I mean, Stan, you know, like there's financial problems, there's employee issues, like we're having product issues. And the women just want to know, how can I help you? God, they're reaching out. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing as the women are reaching out, they're trying to find resources. They're trying to understand more to benefit their husbands. But are you the right resource to answer those questions, Brittany? (laughs) I mean, no, I'm saying I'm not saying that facetiously, but what I am saying is would it be better served for them to maybe ask their spouse that exact same question? Totally. And that's what I told them to do. I was like, if you see your spouse, like obviously you see your spouse stressed out about something, you know, reach out to them, not when they're having like a breakdown or yelling about, you know, just complaining, just go up to them in the morning and say, is there anything I can do to help you today? Is, you know, are there any phone calls that I can make? Are there any errands I can run? You know, I might not be able to deal with your specific problem that you're having, but let me take something else off of your plate to, so you can just focus on this problem. And so my answer varies depending on like how much the person's involved in the business. But I always, I'm like, just find something that you can take off their plate so they can focus on the issue at hand. 
And I don't think it's the fact that they're taking anything off the plate. It's the fact that they care. It's the fact that they reached out. Honestly, Brittany, if, if uh, you know, my wife has said that. She has. Not a, not a lot. Not a lot, right? She's not. Uh, she's I actually use her as a consultant. So I don't want her in the day-to-day operations of the company because my unfortunately, you know, every couple I think out there has to figure out the way they work best together. Right. And I quickly, I quickly learned that if I can't carry a couch out of the back of my truck into the house with my wife without having an issue, I can't run a business with her. But that doesn't mean she's not incredibly intelligent, insightful, and I can use that. So I keep her out of my own personal business, but every single day she's in my personal business and I say personal, our business, I keep her out of the day-to-day operations, but I bring her in as a consultant, which helps me amazingly because she has a perspective from an outside setting. And this is something that like phone a friend, right? Get that outside perspective. So I don't care how you guys figure out how to work with your spouse. It's just a matter of seeing what fits. So what fits for me and my wife, Nikki, what fits for Brittany and Caleb, what fits for the Spencers, what fits for other people may not be your fit. Just you got to find your fit and understand that that's it, right? I mean, because there is no, here's the solution. I've just boiler stamped the stamp of approval for every couple out there. It doesn't work. Yeah. And I think every couple that went on stage today, they're like, this works for us. It might not work for you, but it might start a conversation in your relationship to where you could find the right solution for yourself. Smart. Hey guys, where does it go from here now? We are headed to Nashville, Tennessee next uh, next summer. Uh, we're currently working on the venue, um, so we're really excited for that. The feedback, people were asking to pre-buy tickets when we nice. when they were leaving the event. They're like, we just really want to make sure that we, we make it next year. Please let us know as soon as you have it ready. And, you know, going into the event, we weren't sure what was going to happen really with it, mm. you know. And thank you so much to all the sponsors for going out mm. on a limb and supporting this. Because it's not like a regular trade show or conference. It's totally opposite of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're headed to Nashville and we're hoping to do the day before a like a group outing, like behind the tours or behind the scenes tour of the Grand Ole Opry or something like that as an activity. Um, and then the conference on a Saturday. Yeah. So, but but one tuned. of the things we really drove we were really driving home during the whole thing was you know, aside from, yeah, aside from the professionals we had speak, which was, again, uh, Brad and Tammy Miller with Tandem Marriage, check them out, and uh, Dr. Bill Harley and his wife, Joyce, he is the author of His Needs, Her Needs. Um, Brad and Tammy Miller are professional marriage counselors. That's their thing. But the uh, one of the things I wanted to make sure that we got through to this thing is it's, and the analogy I made was like, you know, you set a goal of losing some weight or something. You don't go to the gym one day and lose, you know, 10 pounds, right? Like it takes work and repeated effort. And so if you want to better your marriage and strengthen your marriage, this one conference we're holding is not going to save it and is not going to be the maintenance it needs. Like, you know, you got to go to the gym, you know, 30 days a month or whatever the thing is like to get strong, right? And so to keep your marriage strong, you've got to work at it constantly. You've got to exercise it. And so we, we were really encouraging of folks to like, this one year, one once a year conference isn't the be all end all. Like you need to make sure you're doing date nights and date days and spending, you know, Dr. Bill Hart Harley recommends 15 hours a week of spouse time. 
that's a huge commitment. That's a big deal. And I, I don't know how that's possible. And he and I joked about that. But, you know, I think you need to be striving towards as much time as you possibly can and to the point where you brag about it, right? Mm. And, one, of, uh, one, of the, one of the things I think these guys need to do, too, is an exercise. If you wonder how you, you know, what Caleb just said, how do you guys stack up to that? Maybe that's an unrealistic goal. But actually, one day. Will you guys listening and gals, if I have a gal or two that may be listening besides Brittany, um, find, figure out how many minutes you actually spend connecting with your spouse. Like, you know, I'm not saying stop, watch it or whatever, but I'm saying just look at literal how much time you actually spend with not just your spouse, but the people that are important in your world, your kids, how much actual time, like, not just being in the same room, but doing something together, being together. Not being in the same house doesn't count. And you'd be surprised at how little bonding time actually goes on with the people you live with. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's an eye-opening fact. Anyway, how do guys find out more from you guys? If they want uh, more, where would they go next, you guys? Where, where, how would they connect with you guys? Um, we... Uh, you know, aside from, you know, either reaching out to Brian uh, Fullerton at Brian's on Maintenance on Instagram, us on Instagram, at Almond Landscape LLC. Uh, we have a website, Together in Trades, Together in the Trades.com, which and is, has, Instagram page for it and we have an Instagram page for it now too. Yeah. So, and that's again, Together in the Trades. Um, so any, any of the kind of searching will, will, will land you to somebody that can, you know, hopefully steer you in the right direction as far as either attending next year or. You just want, uh, you know, to begin to get in. And so, and so too, we had a group when, once you bought tickets, we had a Facebook group that everyone was part of. Um, and so, you know, that was, we're trying to build a peer group, right. And a network of, of people that, uh, deal with the same stuff. So we're working on building that again for the following and upcoming year, but, um, you know, definitely check out, uh, our, our guest, uh, Dr. Bill Harley with his book, his and attorneys and at tandem marriage on Instagram. Um, th- those are ways to get to, to get into this and begin to work on your relationship together, I believe. Brittany, Caleb, thanks for putting this on. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for talking about the struggles that is so common out there. Do you have any final uh, words of wisdom you'd like to leave the audience with you guys? I think my final statement is going to be take the time you don't think you have. And. And I want, I want to just give a perspective of like what guys here and what girls here is, you know, when a guy says he has nothing to wear versus when a girl says she has nothing to wear, when a guy says he has nothing to wear, he literally has nothing to wear. Everything's in the dirty clothes. He has no socks that are clean. No, you know, nothing. Right. And when a girl or a lady says she has nothing to wear, it means more or less in my experience, I don't have anything that I want to wear. And so just, just understand that we're two different people. And we need to understand that we have two different sets of ears and how we hear and perceive things. And as soon as you begin to understand, you know, how you say something may be construed or even received uh, different than you intended it, you'll begin to see and have a lot of introspection of, of how you can better communicate with your spouse. Guys, thank you for coming on today. I'm going to talk to the this. audience here for a moment. Um, guys out in the audience and gals. You have just listened to Brittany, Caleb, and I talk for 30 minutes. What I'd like you to do now is to spend that same amount of time just listening to your significant other talk. That's it. If you can listen to three people that you barely know, 
talk about something, it's time for you to spend that same amount of time with the people that matter the most. I hope that works for you guys. I hope you guys have awesome days, jobs, weeks, lives, months, everything. I think we all deserve it. God bless you guys. God bless you, Brittany and Caleb. Thank you for coming on today. God bless each and every one of you out in the audience and go get them, you guys. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in today and make sure you come back next week. We've got more expert landscape business advice coming down the pipeline. Once again, a huge shout out to LMN Software for sponsoring this podcast and making this all happen. LMN is the most comprehensive landscape business management software in the industry. It's the true do-it-all tool for your landscape business and provides a platform to scale your company to the next level. And the best part about LMN is they have a free version which you can begin using today. Just visit golmn.com backslash disruptors. You guys can start taking advantage of the software that I've been using to help me create a successful, sustainable, and profitable company. That's golmn.com backslash disruptors. Thanks again, everyone, and see you next week.